I'm Luca Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the back. <laughs> Whoa, 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 welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com, sipping his lemonade on his front porch. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I wish I was sipping lemonade on a front porch, but it's still freaking hot in Dallas. So we so, so today was the two-month checkup of our newborn child, and it was... It was a hotly debated topic in the Harris household because my wife did not want to go because it was his shots day. It was like oh, vaccinations yeah. and all that stuff. It's so, hard uh, to give like a dog shots. I yeah. can't imagine like oh, a yeah. small child. So uh, I convinced her, Gosh. like, you have to go. Um, he pulled the whole, like, he needs you. He needs his mom. <laughs> all this stuff. So, like, we're sitting in the, the room and... They're like, all right, well, we need a parent to like hold his hands, and so of course my wife's like, I'm, I can't do it. I can't even watch. Oh. And so I go over there and I like, I let his little hands like grip my fingers, and I was just like, didn't want my heart to like melt. And then they just stick him like super quick, and they give him three shots and like his thigh, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And it's like a delayed reaction of like I'm like, and we're all just looking at him, and then like two seconds goes by, and he's. <laughs> and he's just like blood red in his face i'm just like oh my gosh i feel so bad for you i wish i could take this for you and he's just squeezing my fingers all this stuff the nurse literally just in five seconds is all right you're good to go whenever you can just stay in the room whatever my wife just starts bawling he's bawling and i'm like I, I don't i don't know what to do right now like so i just so we just sat there and just held our baby and i'm like i think my wife cried more than more than my baby cried <laughs> but oh, anyway that uh, it was a, a a stepping stone of raising a child that uh, we were dreading but something we have to do but it was tough tough day man and uh that story... probably a lot of you don't really care about but and, and the story you told me before we hit record was uh let's just say that roman had not only did he have shots today he also had a very explosive day <laughs> He had a very explosive day. In both that directions. Got all over me in both directions, and it was, it was, whew. It, it was, it, it was something. It was a challenge it's, leading up to that appointment. It was almost as explosive as the Mavericks record last year. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. So, all right, guys. Today we're gonna do our we're gonna do ten bold predictions. This is part one. We're gonna do the Eastern Conference in this part, and so we will each give five bold predictions. We have not heard each other's predictions, and so some of them could overlap, uh, and that's why we're doing five each. So that way we get at least five. We get at least five good ones. Um, hopefully, five will be different. So we're gonna go through all those. I'm gonna go all throughout the Eastern Conference, and then uh, sometime either later this week or next week we'll do five each for the uh, the Western Conference. And I don't think we're going to include Mavs in these because we're going to do board bats. We're gonna do, we'll probably do a Mavs one as well. Uh, yes. We'll do like, you know, 10 bold predictions for the Mavericks season as well. So this is just some, you know, we do some national NBA stuff every once in a while. We like to kind of shake it up because 
Man. And people tell us they like it, and it's cool. Yeah. So we like to. So this is your fault. Sprinkle it in there. <laughs> this is your podcast. <laughs> um, because we, I mean, man, talking about just the Mavericks for and <laughs> all these podcasts is very difficult. Well, you know what's surprising is how many people, and Nick will back me up on this. How many people have reached out to us, and how many times have we heard? I'm not a Mavs fan. Oh yeah, but I listen to the podcast, and that always blows me away. So shout out to all of you guys who are fans of other teams, but you listen to this podcast because you enjoy it, including myself. <laughs> if you do the podcast and you're not a Mavs fan, like Nick, <laughs> hey, I just want to point this out to everybody though that like I am a Mavs fan. It's just to what, oh, what level, what no, degree? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there, you can you can have fandoms of multiple teams yeah he's a fan of the mavs until they play the lakers and then it take they take a back seat even if they do i'm kind of at this point i'm kind of like whoever wins i win nick <laughs> you know what i mean western, western conference finals is luca versus the lebron if okay so honestly if that happened it's almost like i'm betting on both teams because if either team wins i'm gonna win so you would make more money if the Mavs won. That is that is very true. I'm going with the Mavs. I'm going with the Mavs on this one. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Let's get to our first bold prediction. I'm going to start off. This, start us off, Nick. This is not going to be I'm, – I'm, I'm going to ease into my super bold ones, okay? This is like bold, bold prediction slash hot warm takes. Some of them could be hot takes. Yeah, I, I don't like the term hot take. It's been overused. So I'm, yeah, it's stupid. I like, I like the still. bold prediction. But it, wait, wait, real quick. But and it's predictions like that you pl- believe? I believe these. Yeah, I believe these. Okay, I believe mine too. Some of them are like a little bit out of realistic what I think. It, I mean, they're out of realistic uh, what I think could happen. Go. But I believe in this idea to this extent. <laughs> and I think hot takes are more like this player is bad. This player is good. These are actually have to happen. You know, like these are predictions. Yeah. Yeah. Both Jason Tatum and Ben Simmons will make the all-star team this year. Ooh. 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 So I That's think tempting. My next one is going to be about the Celtics. I think they're going to be very good. So I think that you have to get multiple Celtics in there. And they could have one of those seasons where they get four in with like Horford, Hayward, Kyrie, and Tatum. And Tatum so definitely actually, be the one to get there. I actually have um, one of my bold predictions is is – a player in the East makes the all-star team. I'll mention a little bit, but I made a list of, I hope a player. (laughs) No, (laughs) I made a list of like guys just off the top of my head, just looking at it, um, that I think will make it, um, as far as like, like locks, if they're healthy. So when you start looking at like Kawhi, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Embiid, um, Oladipo, Giannis, that's six. So then, I mean, you got if, six more at least, and then injury reserves. So you look at yeah. Like, so after Wall, that, Beal, you're looking at Drummond like, and Blake, Kyrie. I mean, um, Kyle Lowry, Kevin Love, John Wall, Kemba. Yeah, you know all and those then, guys. Well, I I did that, and I looked at the guys that made it last year, and looked at what spots were vulnerable for this year. So like obviously, okay. obviously LeBron and DeRozan because they're gone. They're in the West. Yeah, uh, Kyrie's probably going to take you know DeRozan's spot, but then you have that Lowry spot. I think if the, if the Raptors thing doesn't really work out that well, or Lowry has kind of a down season, it could just be Kawhi and that's it, you know, no. on the Raptors. The Wall Wall and Beal, both of their spots, because uh, Wall did make the All Star team last year, he was just injured, and so he was replaced by Drummond, I think. Um, okay, I remember that that team is 
hostile, man. <laughs> like there's, Something's going to happen with that team. So either of those spots I think are vulnerable. Uh, Kevin Love made the team last year. Drogic was his replacement. I think that spot is kind of vulnerable. And then Porzingis, who made it last year, was replaced by Kemba Walker. And I think that spot is very vulnerable for like a Tatum to get in. Um, yeah. So on my list I made, I put Kyrie and then I put Boston uh, for <laughs> whoever's going to be yeah. that spot of we just you just don't know how this whole Gordon Hayward's going to fit. Yeah, with he could not Tatum. come. He could come back and not play at an All Star level. You know. Yeah. Or he could, and then Tatum takes a little bit of step back as far as, like, statistical-wise. Yeah, so there you go. I do not think Horford makes the all-star team next year. Yeah, that'd be be tough, especially being the last pick. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my prediction. Tatum and Simmons will make the all-star team. I agree. Yes, Simmons for sure. Yeah, definitely. Last year was the last year that he'll not make the all-star team in the East. Um Jason Tatum, he might be a year away, but it's hard just to say, just to see it with Gordon Hayward. Look, I'll just go. Okay, I'll, if we're gonna alternate to stay on the same topic, mine's a little hot, mine's a little uh, hotter takeish as far as uh, Miles Turner will make the All Star team this year. It's his coming out party. That's One, way hotter. That's way hotter than mine. Holy cow! That's that's as bold as they come. It's my bold prediction. I think Did this he even is, average like a double double last year. I think this is his coming out party. Holy cow! I think Indiana finishes fourth in the Eastern Conference. I think Oladipo has a good season, but I think I think Miles Turner becomes their like second building block in Indiana. I like his game. I like his defensive potential. He can hit the three. Wow! I just think this is the year that it, it clicks for him and. He La- takes the big step. Last year, 12, 12 and a half points, six and a half boards, one 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 1.3 assists, 1.8 blocks a game. Yeah, I mean, I obviously think it goes up. So I yeah. think I think you're gonna have to hope that all of those numbers double. <laughs> I think Honestly, I, I think it takes a huge. I think it takes. I think he ma- it makes a huge step. I'm not saying a starter or anything like that. I think he's one of those yeah. last two wild card spots. And and I'm factoring in injuries through there somewhere. Like honestly, like if he some... doubles up all of his stats, 24, 12, two, two assists, and then like two and a half blocks, three blocks. He has to make it then. I don't even know if he has to make it at that point. If Indiana's like I'm banking on Indiana being a top four team being in the so East. So good that they have to have two. And he taking a huge step. And there will be some injuries through there. Like last year, Kyrie would it didn't make it because he was hurt. Um, some other injuries impacted that. So, yeah. For hey, this podcast is bold predictions. So, uh, I tried to look at the bottom of the Eastern Conference All Stars and who's a guy that I think could sneak into the All Star game uh, with a, a taking a next step in his career. And I just landed on Miles Turner. Because- You're not allowed to call that a step. That that's not even a leap. That's like Evil Knievel going over the Grand Canyon and, on a <laughs> motorbike. Uh, okay, so I had a couple honorable mentions that I was just mulling over. Some of them were just too too bold. Some of them were not bold enough. One of them that I thought wasn't as bold enough, like it just didn't stand out as much, was I think I think Tamanis Sabonis will end up starting over Miles Turner by the end of the year. Oh Lord, no, no. That's what I feel. That's how I feel. I just, I feel like Sabonis is gonna step up. I think it's Sabonis' year to step forward. We got to Okay, when we make our league board bet on we have game to have something starting around that. 
games started or points per game or something. Minutes on, played or something, you know. Yes, Miles Turner and Sabonis. There you go. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, more of our bold predictions. <laughs> My next one, the Boston Celtics will win 65 or more games next year. Hey, I have one on this, so we can combine it. Okay, what was your Celtics one? Boston sets a franchise record in wins, and they win 69 or above games. In 1972-73 season, they won 68 games. That's the most in franchise history. That's the most, okay. I think that they break that this year, and they win... 69 or higher. Do you know a guy that was on the 72-73 Boston Celtics was Don Nelson. <laughs> as weird as that, that is. Daddy what did Don. his hair look like back then? That's what I need to know. No clue. I need to know what his hair looked like. Your, your takes have been way bold. Your predictions have been way bolder than mine. <laughs> Hey, I'm going with I'm going with Boulder, and I wow. whatever reasoning you're about to get. Why? How is mine that more bold? It's four more wins. That, that, I mean, that's a lot when you get up that high, though. I mean, you're talking. It is high, but if they win 69, that means they can only lose. Like, here's my thing. My thinking of it, they, they can lose 13 games at that point. Math. <laughs> they can lose two of their guys, any of two of their guys, any two. They're from so the deep. best two to the middle two to the last two, and they can still win. They're so deep that many games. So. That's that is my philosophy behind it. I think even if they you know have one big injury or something, they could still do it. Brad Stevens. Yeah. I think I don't think they make any trades. I think they just no. roll with everything. No, they're not getting the Jimmy Butler stuff. Unless no. the only thing that could happen is Anthony Davis. That's the only okay. one they'd be interested. in. And therefore, my prediction would still stay true. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So only twenty-one teams have ever won sixty-five or more games ever in the NBA. Okay. Over the last 10 seasons, these are the teams that have won 65 or more games. Golden State's done it three times. San Antonio did it once. Houston did it last year. The Lakers did it once. Cleveland and Miami. The last non-LeBron East team to win 65 or more games was who? Um, Jordan's Bulls? The Boston Celtics. <laughs> oh, in uh, 2008? Yeah, the Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen Celtics and with uh, – okay. That point guard that we don't talk about anymore. That point. And then the the last team to do it, the last Eastern Conference team to do it before that was Jordan's Bulls. <laughs> Dang. That means only th- since Jordan's Bulls, only three Eastern Conference teams have uh, won sixty five more games. And uh, and LeBron another factor two of them. <laughs> another factor that is just how bad the East is going to be this year. So yeah, um, so bad. Those are just more games that they're going to be playing. Uh, one of my Luke, one of my lukewarm predictions was that. I was gonna. I was trying to decide between either the Knicks or the Hawks having the worst record in the NBA, and I couldn't decide. And that shows you how bad the East is gonna be. That I think both those teams could be the worst team. And they're. Both uh, I think it's the Hawks. I love how Trey Young. The Hawks, man. I love how Trey Young throws a basketball off the backboard, and I saw and John Collins catches it, which Collins can catch the ball anywhere. Yeah. And you would think that it's. Magic Johnson, like so many people are trying to, it's almost reversing course now. It's like yeah, people yeah. bash the Hawks so much for the Luka trade. Now it's like, oh my gosh, baby Trey, we gotta love him. Oh Trey, like he's so awesome. And yeah, yeah, if he's not good, I'm not gonna lie, and I know it has nothing to do with him. And it's probably un- this is a very unfair take, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of Mavs fans will be with me on this. It's going to be fun to root against Trey Young. 
Hey, I'm gonna be rooting against him too. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, and I know like that is probably not cool. I, I mean, I hope he succeeds, but yeah. Okay, so but it, this team, I'm not gonna lie; it'd be really funny if he didn't. This team essentially traded Dennis Schroeder for Trey Young, and they won 24 games last year. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be, and their coach. Who's yeah, a, who's true. a good coach? Do we think is a good coach? Speaking of him being a good coach, my next prediction. Ooh, I have one on this too. This is going to be Giannis's triple double season. Oh, that's bold. Yeah, I don't he think did. That he had a double double last year with points and rebounds. Last year, four point eight assists. Uh, the year before that, five point four assists per game. They added some more outside shooting this year with Ilyasova, Brooke Lopez, Pat Connaughton, Dante Divincenzo. Uh, still have Middleton, still have Brogdon, still have Delvadova. They just got a lot of pieces. Like a, a lot of the guys in their rotation can shoot, and I think they're just going to try, you know, this five-out system. If, if, if adding those two players as like pretty big rotational players, and Ilyasova and Lopez, uh, if adding those two players is indicative of what they're going to try to do, this you know, spread the floor, let Giannis do his thing, then I think his assists are going to go up. He's going to have to double his assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better than having to double his whole stat line and make an all-star team. <laughs> Giannis can do it. We, we've seen Giannis do it before. Here's uh, my only thing with that is I just don't think Giannis has that, like, like you have to have that Russell Westbrook selfish mentality that year that he did it or the past yeah. two years. And I feel like Giannis – I, I could be wrong. I don't, we obviously don't, I don't know if Giannis chased his stat lines, but Russ obviously did. The different thing about Russ and Giannis is that, like, Russ had to fight for his rebounds. That was the big thing with Russ because he was already a point guard. Like, Giannis is just going to have to be more unselfish. <laughs> you know, he's like going to have to set up more people with assists where he already gets yeah. the rebounds because he's just already so big and already up there. So it's not as – He's not going to be have to be as intense as Westbrook to get it. And yeah. every single year in Atlanta, Coach Bud's teams played faster. Every single year, their pace increased. And so I wonder if that's – he's, you know, trying to take that into Milwaukee. And I think adding Coach Budenholzer will be incredible for this Bucks team. I'm going to build off of this with my bold prediction. So, okay, can we agree that the consensus top three teams in the – Eastern Conference is the Boston Celtics, uh, Raptors, Sixers, and, and Raptors. Yeah, Phillies. Uh, for most, <laughs> for most people, that's the top three. Yeah, yeah. My bold prediction is the Milwaukee Bucks finish in the top three of the East. I, I feel that. I feel like the Raptors aren't going to. I don't know what team it is. Obviously, I think Boston will be one, but either Philly or uh, watch out for Philly though. Philly has this secret. Like I feel like they have a lot riding on Joel Embiid. And I agree with the Bill Simmons thing. I don't think that like they help themselves with their bench. If MB goes down for a fourth of the season, I'm worried about that. The other thing about the Sixers team, and I think the the Warriors team from last year talked a lot about how their China trip really threw them into a funk before the season. Yeah. Uh, I know that somebody for Mavs Moneyball is writing something about this, about the Mavericks. Uh, the beginning of the season is tough when you come back from that China trip, and the Sixers are going over there too. So we could see them start out of the gate kind of slow. And then the Embiid yeah. stuff, obviously. And then you're, you're just putting a lot of Marco Fultz at that point. Do you, do you want to hear one of, my, one of my bold predictions that I scrapped that I just thought about? Ooh, is it Philly-related? <laughs> yeah, it's Philly-related. It's Philly you ready for this? 
I'm ready. Markel Fultz will be in the three-point contest. Oh, stop it. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this isn't a dumb predictions <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> He is I was one gonna three. Just put, I was gonna put it in there to see what you just, like to see how you respond and be like, "Oh my gosh, did he lose it? Do I have to find another co-host for this podcast?" So yeah, there um, you go, Giannis. Giannis triple double season. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. He'll uh, triple double or he'll win the MVP. That's that's what I'm feeling. Any of those scenarios, I could see happening, and that's why I say like, I think I think Coach Bud does wonders for them. I I do like Brooke Lopez addition. Ilya Silver brings a different. Um, flexibility with this stretch for Ilisova again <laughs> what he brings it again <laughs> brings it again for like the third or fourth time um but no and i i just think bud helps him out he finally has a, a really good coach in milwaukee so yeah bold prediction they finish top three and one of philly or toronto uh falls back to four or five somewhere through there i feel um, that so yeah there's that I like that one. Uh, I, I'm I'm ready to finally believe in the Bucks team and be right. <laughs> I feel like yes. every year we're like, oh, this Bucks team finally. Last year I said top four. I think we both said top four. And yeah, that didn't happen at all. It didn't happen. Well, that hopefully the coaching situation. At least there's a big change. You know, at least there's something that we can look at to say, okay, there's something that they can move forward with. Yeah. All right. Have you given three yet? I think you have. Uh, Miles Turner. <laughs> Boston Celtics franchise uh, oh, yeah, wins and record Bucks. and Bucks top three. All right, my number four bold prediction: the Wizards are going to blow it up Clippers style this year. Oh, I actually have one around that. I, this is finally the year. We've already seen Markeith Morris get get tossed from a preseason game. The Dwight Howard thing, which which team that Dwight Howard was on is going to be more forgettable in his NBA career, the Hornets or the Hawks? Hawks, for <laughs> which sure. Which team are you going to be like, oh, dang, I forgot Dwight Howard was on that team. I feel like I it's going to be the even, Hornets. I'm never going to remember that he was on the Hornets. I barely remember him on the Hawks. Yeah, At least on the Hornets, one. I know he like he's put up decent numbers. But like with the Hawks, he was from there, so it was kind of like that storyline yeah, that true. you remember. But, man, like... <laughs> This is gonna be bad. It's gonna be about, so bad. You see Lakers? John Wall, John Wall coming into camp. Oh, he, I mean, we're talking. He about looks Luka, like a fullback. We're, yeah, we're talking about Luka Doncic needing to drop some weight. This guy's been in the NBA like nine years, and then yeah. the the story that I got, I think, suspended from Twitter because of <laughs> was uh, the reason why I think I still don't even know for sure was because I tweeted these screenshots of this athletic article that it was a Q and A with John Wall. And he was talking about his ultimate goal and how his ultimate goal was to win an MVP. And so then I was, I screenshotted it and just said, this is his ultimate goal. You know, it's kind of weird for an NBA player to come out and say that's his ultimate goal. And then he was like, ultimate, ultimate goal for me is team success. And then later he said the ultimate goal was to win the championship. I just don't think he knows what ultimate means. No, nah, <laughs> it's just, like, I got a bunch of goals and just whatever comes to my mind. But the first one he said was MVP. And so maybe he's backtracking on it at that point. And he's like, man, that didn't sound very good at all. Oh crap. I need to do something team related. So one of those guys going to get traded, uh, John wall, Bradley Beal, they're going to, auto border for some i mean if they do an auto border for jimmy butler thing or something like they're gonna somebody's gonna be gone they're gonna, they're yeah, gonna blow I, up i agree i i said john i was more specific i said john wall i think they pull blake griffin and you know this massive contract and yeah. hey let's sign him to this extension and we're gonna send him off and somebody will bite on it though okay but first off before we say somebody will bite on it 
this is what John Wall is going to make over the next uh, few seasons. I'm ready. I'm so, ready to hear about it. So this year, he just makes up, you know, just a little $19.1 million. Just drop in the bucket, right? Just money we'll never year, see in our entire lives. <laughs> next year, $38.1 million. The year after that, 41.2. you imagine, like, doubling your salary at that level? From in 2019-20, John Wall will make $38 million. He doesn't even in, need to get better. Like, imagine you're worse that season. You double your salary. 2020-21, he makes 41.2. That's literally... 19 times 2 is literally 38. He's literally doubling his salary. That's why he came into camp overweight, because he's like, man, I'm just ready. ready Ain't for not that. a thing but a chicken wing. <laughs> in 2021-22. That's all I've been eating is chicken John Wall, John Wall set to make $44.2 million. Oh, man. And in 2022-23, John Wall is set to make $47.3 million. How old how old is your kid going to be when, when that happens? Uh, He's going to be in like the second grade. <laughs> Come here, young child. <laughs> You ever heard of John Wall before? Oh my gosh! Yeah, the Wizards. That's gonna be a fun one to watch. Will John Wall be in the league? Will he be Derrick Rose by twenty two, two thousand twenty two? Has he been injured that much? I feel like he has. I feel like he's had some injuries things, but I don't know. <laughs> and <laughs> man, here we just spent a pod the other day. I'm like, can can Dennis McJr. Junior be John Wall? I know, and, and now we're roasting John Wall. Well, there's no, a difference listen, between John the player Wall's John good. Wall and then the person John Wall. Yes, this is John Wall's so, games played over the last few years 41 last year 78 77 79 82 49 66 which was the lockout year hmm. so he's only had two real real injury ridden seasons so some people look at that and say i mean i i hear people say i wouldn't touch the russell westbrook com- you know contract which that's just stupid i mean like, yeah. if you can get westbrook you touch the it. first three years of that contract are going to pay out what the last three yeah. years are going to John Wall's a little bit different, but I still don't think anybody is untouchable. Like, like Blake Griffin got traded. You have to find the team that is on this like middle line of they have to win. Like, there was a lot of factors for Detroit because they just got their new arena. They want to sell tickets, and they just they hadn't made the playoffs, and they just had to do something. Whether you agree with it being a right move or not, but finding a team like that that wants to be in the playoffs, they're tired of being out, and that will take that risk. <laughs> That's what's difficult. Here's one. Here's one. Next summer, Clippers. Yeah, if they don't land it. If so they like, don't land anybody, they're gonna they're you know, they promise their fans this huge, you know, return and all of a sudden Gortot for John <laughs> <laughs> Send him back. Uh but no that I mean it's that type of situation where you look at you look at teams next summer they don't get something you look at teams that maybe they don't want to they want to switch it up maybe they have a point guard and they just want they think John Wall will be like a an upgrade over that like somebody like Miami like when they do something around Dragic and John Wall they're like hey we want which good luck with the whole weight thing in Miami John Wall um yeah he's not going to get away with that there what if you know? What if Phoenix finally says, "I'm we're sick of this crap. We really want to be in the playoffs." And they have you seen what Phoenix is doing in the preseason? 
No. So they have. Well, these... you texted me Josh Jackson at the two, and I laughed. <laughs> he started at the two. The announcer introduced and at guard <laughs> number twenty, Josh Jackson. I was like, oh my gosh. We thought he was going to be starting at the four this year. So with their point guards, so they have these four point guards, right? They have Elliot Kobo, DeAnthony Melton, Shaq Harrison, and Isaiah Cannon. I think uh, they're playing two of those guys in a game and then they'll play the other two guys in a game and then they'll play the other two guys in a game and the other two guys in a game what in the world yeah so like DeAnthony Melton didn't play at all last the other night against the Kings and oh, neither Igor. did uh, Isaiah Cannon I think it's Isaiah Cannon I'll have to look that up but but yeah they're like platooning these guys but in games it, not even That's like an injury or anything it's very interesting so if I think John Wall is going to get traded this year and I think he does looking across the west these are teams that I, I could see some scenario of it happening. Could the Pelicans try to pull it off and do something around around that? Do they think that he would be some type of upgrade over Drew Holiday? I don't know. Um, oh my gosh, what would they even send? What it would have to be like the it would have to be like the Kawhi trade. No, it'd be like Drew Holiday, you know, for John Wall, something like that. You could just do that straight up. <laughs> yeah, but like, which I would take Drew Holiday over John Wall personally. But yeah, it depends on what team you had. Um, like, what's Minnesota doing? That's weird. But I, I really don't really count them. What if Denver gets in there and says, you know what, we we really want to try something, and we'll give you one of our young pieces, and we'll pair him with Jokic and Gary Harris or something. I don't know. Some they, yeah, I'm just be, throwing out really weird. I'm just throwing out teams like that. That Phoenix you know, we makes talked, sense. We talked about the Clippers, but yeah, like Phoenix, and if Sacramento's like, we finally want somebody, take any of our roster, and we just, because he's going to be locked up. Like, it's it's going to be a thing, like, if you're Sacramento, and you're saying, all right, I want some type of star face, you could trade for John Wall, it's going to suck to pay him, but you ain't getting any free agents. Like, nobody's going to come there. Yeah. So you're at least locking in a John Wall for five years, or whatever it is, so... That's where it comes into play for some of these like smaller market teams. Somebody like Orlando, and Orlando's like, you know what? Let's do it. <laughs> What's it gonna hurt? You know, like let's put some of these contracts together and get John Wall and see what he is with Mo Bamba and stuff like that. Like that's a team that like I would actually kind of like that. Send him to Orlando. Just interesting. Mo Bamba, by the way, looked good. He did look good. I mean, he's so small. Like you, he, I mean, he was playing Embiid, so you know, yeah. But still, he looks small against Embiid. But that shot looks so good, though. His shot looks really, really good. I think he's going to struggle to get rebounds, though. Mm, I mean, I there, there's going to be there's going to be nights when he's, not, he's there's going to be nights when he's not playing Embiid for sure. But for sure, but it's like when we did our draft profile thing. Seven ten wingspan helps make up for us, you know getting boxed out a little bit though that that wingspan helps you reach over a little bit well, wild sure. card team wild card team real quick with john wall would milwaukee swing for it yeah what do we think the upgrade is going to be his former teammate <laughs> the upgrade for eric bledsoe is his former kentucky teammate yeah like if i'm milwaukee i'm going after anybody which i saw something the other day where minnesota asked uh, for chris middleton for jimmy butler oh yeah and- yeah I wouldn't do that either, probably. But if they could get Jimmy Butler without Middleton or Giannis, that would be nice. Yeah. But what, would Milwaukee swing for it and saying, you know what, we really want to try to show Giannis and John Wall, Chris Middleton, Yikes. if they could do something along those lines. But anyway, I think John Wall gets traded. I'm not sure where, but that's a bold prediction. There we go. All right. When we come back, 
more bold predictions. Two more. Two more. <laughs> All right. My last bold prediction. My last official bold prediction. I got some more honorable mentions. My last official bold prediction. It's another all-star one. Uh-oh. Jimmy Butler will make the all-star team in the East. <laughs> let's that's a hope. Loaded, that's a loaded prediction. That's really funny to make now, but let's hope. I Just please go to the East. That's all I care about. I think it's going to be on Miami. That seems like the team. Let's hope. That seems like the team that's going to do it. I like a package that Miami could give Minnesota. So Let's hope so. I'll be all about it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling Jimmy Butler. Going back to the East. I put in parentheses, Jimmy Butler will make the All-Star team in the East again. <laughs> again. He's going back. Um, my last my last one, and then I have like a smaller one like you do. But like my last one, I've been vocal about this before when we did over-unders over for teams. The Cleveland Cavaliers make the playoffs. Yeah, you've been very vocal about this. They, yes. they, Their starting lineup is a little different than what we thought. At least what they were starting last night against the the Raptors. They went now listen, with, uh, they, George Hill, Rodney Hood, Chetty Osman, Kevin Love, and Tristan Thompson instead of Colin Sexton or Larry Nance or whoever we thought. They don't have a reason. Like I'm pretty sure if they finish in the top ten or like a bottom ten record, they get to keep their pick. But anything after ten, they have to send it out to Will Atlanta fa- or somebody. Need to fact. So there's a. There's a reason for them to tank, for sure. And it makes sense. LeBron's gone. It, they would have every excuse in the world. But it's because of that reason that I think that they will take it as a pride thing. Yeah, they own their first-round pick 1 through 10. 11 to okay. 30 goes to Atlanta. Same okay. same next year. I think that they just – I think it's a pride thing. I think they got – like, they went through the mud so much – with LeBron and the fact that like LeBron's teammates suck and all this stuff and Kevin Love, I think he has a bounce back like big time season. Well, I say bounce back. It's not like he sucked last year. He, he was, was an all star. Um, I think he has a huge season and I just I think they just put it on the shoulders of saying, you know what, we're gonna prove it. And, like we're gonna make it. I think they slide in as the uh, eighth seed in the East. Interesting, interesting. That's a good. That's a good bold prediction. I don't think it's that bold. I could see them. Like I, I feel. Uh, like I feel. Uh, I've seen a lot of people think they're in the bottom of the East. Yeah, not to me. If you look at their team, you know that they're not. Like they're not that bad. Yeah. It be- it's between the Pistons and the Cavs for me. Ooh. For like that last spot, because see, I, I, I think Miami's still in there. I think obviously we have the top four that we just mentioned with the Bucks. Then you have Pacers. So you have five. And then you have I have Miami and Washington out. I think Washington implodes and they like trade ball and whatever they do. And then I think Miami doesn't make it. Yeah. I have Obviously uh, they get Jimmy Butler then. Yeah. The uh one of my smaller bold predictions was uh my honorable mentions was Pistons make the playoffs. I feel like I like that. I feel like this year that I wasn't super bold, so I didn't include it, but they're uh they're right there. I think they take the Wizards spot. I like it for Dwayne Casey and stuff. Their guards are a little shaky for me but oh for sure um my honorable mention is philly gets their third star Ooh, before the trade deadline i don't know who i don't even, know even how. if it's markel fultz even if it's already in house yes they, the, no the third star was the friends who made the whole way along the way stop no they need <laughs> to go get somebody now like and it means putting fultz sarge covington any of those three on the table and 
you need to go get that person. I don't know. I have no clue who that is, but they're legitimately a third star away from being able to compete with Boston, I think. Right yeah. now, I don't think they compete with Boston. But if they could get a Jimmy Butler type, I don't know how you'd fit with him also, and to pair up with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, they're competing with Boston. That's a series. But without him, no. For sure. Another honorable mention I had, I think Miles Bridge is going to make the first team all-rookie. Wow. He has been looking really good in these preseason games. Like, really good. I'm, I'm, we, we, you've seen the putback dunks, but he's been looking really, really good. This is this is what – these are his stat lines the last couple of games. Um, he's played 27 minutes, 28 minutes, 24 minutes. So he's played enough minutes for these. Against Miami, he had 14 points, six boards. He shot two three from three. Uh, he had a block. And then against Boston – he had 23 points, six boards, two assists, a block, a steal, and he shot four of six from three. And then mm. his first game against Boston, he had 10 points, eight boards, two of six from three. So he's shooting really, really well from three. Um, and he's lighting it up. I think he's going to sneak into that starting lineup somehow. Somehow, some way, I think they're going to try to sneak him into that. And uh, I think he'll get first team all rookie. I don't know. I don't know if he's better than Michael Kidd Gilchrist. They just stopped starting him. I'm so glad. Stop. He's already better than Kid Gil. He was better than Kid Gilchrist last year at Michigan State. <laughs> uh, and also, I read, I think it was in the Charlotte Observer, I read an article about Miles Bridges that he lost 18 pounds. Wow. Coming into this season. That's huge. That's massive. Because he that was like a thing for him. Yeah, muscle watch. He's coming in. I'm really interested to see if Kemba stays, by the way. Yeah, that was just, one of my other ones was Kemba gets traded. But I think if they're decent, I think that he'll stay. But I think Kemba a, stays before John Wall stays. You have a new front office in there with you know Mitch Kupchak, and who knows what, what he's going to want to do in there. Uh, some of my other honorable mentions, Aaron Gordon makes the all-star team. I just didn't feel strongly enough about that one. but I think Aaron Gordon, most improved player? Yeah, I think he'll have a really good season this year. Maybe. Um, if my Miles Turner thing comes true, then he's in the most improved player conversation. For sure, for sure. If you double your stats, <laughs> could Indiana have back-to-back most improved players? That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool for the Dallas native. All right, there you go. Those are our bold predictions. Part one. We'll be back later. Uh, we also have some more player previews, and then of course on Friday we will have a live stream after the Mavericks game. Uh, how early is that going to be? <laughs> Eight a.m. Um, something. I think the game's <laughs> at six thirty. So we'll probably yeah, something like nine. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so we're wild. Drinking our coffee and we don't even like coffee. Hello. Good so, morning. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>